0: being a professional athlete it's it's a really selfish lifestyle that you need to lean like you are number 1 2 and 3 you think about your like it's your life it is that like Kevin said it's like that extra percent that you put in that people don't see it's that the sleeping during the night is the recovery in the evening is the food that you eat the meal prepping the training like it is everything it's a full package So all of a sudden, like, my body is my work tool, and all of a sudden, it's not mine anymore. Like, I'm sharing this with someone else, uh, and my body isn't going to come first anymore. Like, she's going to come first, uh, no matter what, and I'm grateful for that. But it's definitely something that you, it's weird. It's a weird feeling. It's an incredible feeling, but it's also really, really strange.
1: Hello and welcome to Pursuing Health. I'm Dr. Julie Fouché, family physician and former CrossFit Games athlete. Here, I bring you information and inspiration to help bridge the gap between fitness and medicine and support your journey toward your healthiest self. Thank you so much for joining me. Now let's get started with this week's episode. All right, guys, this was a really special conversation that I had the opportunity to have with two of my fellow former CrossFit Games athletes and women who I respect so much, Annie Thorisdottir and Camille LeBlanc-Bazinet, both of whom have recently announced their pregnancies. And I know the whole CrossFit world can hardly contain their excitement. Neither can I. We sat down for a long overdue catch up and to compare some notes on how they are each doing so far and how they're approaching this new stage of life. Before we get started, I'll give a little bit of background about each of them, although I know they really need no introduction to the CrossFit community. Annie Thor's daughter, who is better known as Iceland Annie, is a two time fittest woman on earth in 2011 and 12, and a 10 time CrossFit Games veteran. She has a background in gymnastics, pole vaulting, and boot camp and made her games debut in 2009 at just 19 years old. And since then, Annie has been a staple in our sport and she is known to train hard and always compete with a smile. After she placed second in the world in the 2020 CrossFit Games Open, Annie declined her invitation to the 2020 CrossFit Games as she prepares for her next big event. She and her longtime partner, Frederick Agidius, are expecting their first child in August of 2020. Now, Camille LeBlanc-Bazinet began her CrossFit Games journey just a year later in 2010, and she's competed every year since, earning the title of Fittest Woman on Earth in 2014. In 2019, she made the transition from individual athlete to team competitor and took home a second-place finish as a member of Team CrossFit Krypton. She's also a former gymnast and a Level 1 seminar staff member. And Camille has also been a member of the Canadian National Olympic weightlifting team and holds a chemical engineering degree. She and her husband, Dave Lipson, recently announced that they are expecting their first child in September of 2020. Before we dive into this episode, we do want to make it clear that this podcast is for general information only and does not provide medical advice. We recommend that you seek assistance from your personal physician for any health conditions or concerns. Now, with that, let's get started with the episode. Welcome back to the Pursuing Health podcast. I am so excited to be here with two ladies who have both been on previously, but now are in a new stage of life. So welcome back to Camille and Annie, and congratulations on both of your pregnancies and starting your families.
0: Thank you.
2: <laughs> this, is, this is like, I feel like this is like a super OG podcast happening right now. Just like, Yeah, right? <laughs> like, it is crazy. We, we've known each other for 10 years. How crazy is that?
1: that is really crazy it was right 2010 was the first year we all competed together so
0: that's a decade (laughs) oh my god that's insane isn't that crazy? Yeah. We've kind of like grown up together. <laughs> we did. I it's don't like... feel like we've changed
2: at all, though. No, <laughs> not a lot. <laughs> I think I think it's fair to say that we all got a little more mature, though. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I would hope so. In some maybe, ways, maybe, maybe. I, I <laughs> hope. <hoping. laughs> oh, that's, so that's so funny. I think it is because we're all similar age too, right? Are you? I'm 31. How old are you guys? 31 and th- 30. I'm 30. 30 i'm turning i'm turning 30 <laughs> oh i'm born in 89 <laughs> okay okay so a little bit younger but still we were like i mean that was our 20s basically the last 10 years
0: so
2: we've crazy. all spent a third of our life like kind of around each other there's the same thing <laughs>
0: Yes, crazy. we have. Yeah, me crazy. and Fred were just talking about it. It's like we spent <laughs> one third of our life doing CrossFit. That's insane.
2: <laughs> yeah, at, uh, at the highest level. Like, not just like, you know, just for health and wellness. Like, you know, killing competing. yourself 10 years. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. Uh, I had the same conversation with Dave recently. And I was like, because obviously... I know I you most likely want to go back and compete again. But for me, I really just want to be healthy and really my whole life turned for like health and wellness, um, especially just uh, just where I want to go in my life. I'm, I'm good on the competition side, but I was talking to Dave and I was like, I can't believe like the drive I had for 10 years because it's like once I like put that switch in my brain, I was like, like. I can't believe I was working out eight hours a day and being so consumed. And now there's like all this time in the day. I'm like, Oh my God, like there's a lot to do in life. Outside. <laughs> <laughs> there's more to
0: life. Than <laughs> <prospect>. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's weird, but I still, I still have a drive. I'm like, wow, oh, yeah. I want to see what it- after this and see if I can compete again like that would at least it's really weird but yeah at least right now I'm like I I I have to believe that I can if I want to
2: I have to believe that no doubt that you can Yeah, we (laughs) all believe it. (laughs) There's nothing you can't do. (laughs) Um,
1: Well, why don't you guys first just give us an update maybe about where you're at in your pregnancies and how things have been going so far? I don't know. Kami, you want
2: to start? (laughs) Okay. I feel like, I feel like me and Annie had that old conversation in Waterflusa, but uh, I feel like we both had legit the opposite like pregnancy so far. Um, <laughs> but, right, but uh, my first trimester <laughs> was like like I just wish anyone could prepare you if you're the person who's gonna be sick that you have just any idea of what it could look like. Like I just wish someone would have told me that like, oh, you know, morning sickness is not like in the movie where <laughs> the girl is all cute and then whoopsie doopsie, she cute a little <laughs> and then, you know, to go back to conquer the world in a way. <laughs> and uh, so I like uh, like before I even knew I was pregnant, I started to feel sick and I was like tired I was like man this is weird and then like literally when I hit like week five for me it was like it was like I ran outside and I got hit by a truck and um I would like <laughs> this might be too much information but I would Bring like in.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> I would puke between 5 to 15 time a day oh and just I like it, it was awful I like couldn't train at all like because some days I would be like, oh, I'll go with Dave. I'll just do a little, you know, bodybuilding. Because going from training, like you know, six to eight hours a day to zero, because everything it takes the world out of me. So I, <laughs> one time I went to train with Dave. I literally did two sets of ten curl with Dave, like two sets of ten bicep curl. And there was this little couch in like a full-on like globo jam. Filled with people, and I went to like sleep on the couch for like two hours, and just <laughs> everyone walking around me like, what is she doing? Um, so it's been like that from like literally five weeks to almost 14. And uh, for some, well, not for some reason, but I think the hormones around that time start to stabilize and everything. So now I have energy again, which is awesome. awesome. I get to. Work which feels good and work out a bit, but uh it was uh it was a, a ride that knocked you straight in your teeth, uh, and uh i did not feel like i was glowing,
0: <laughs>
2: uh, yeah,
0: yeah, I didn't really believe in that pregnancy glow for the first time either uh, it's coming, uh, I can see it's already starting now, <laughs> well. Yeah, me and Kemi had a little bit different experience there. But it was definitely not like a walk in the park. It's Mm -hmm. obviously so many changes that you're going through. But for me, I felt... I felt really good, actually. Like I was tired. (laughs) Like I couldn't take my pre-workout and get my caffeine. And (laughs) for the exactly. Like when me and Kathy started talking together and she told me she was pregnant. Uh Like she told me everything she was going through. I'm like, oh wow. (laughs) But it is also So honestly, I think the hardest thing is during that time, you're not telling anyone that you're pregnant. Mm, So you can't really ask anyone about is this normal? Should I be feeling like this? Why do I not feel comfortable? But yeah, it was the first time that I went, like I continued to train, but it was the first time I went to the gym a few a few days Mm -hmm. where I would go Mm -hmm. to the gym and I'm like, didn't feel like training. Mm -hmm. And Then, usually after a warm up, you're ready to go. But I warmed up and Frederick started training. I'm like, I don't want to be here. I want to go home. I want to go to sleep. I don't feel like I should be lifting this weight right now. I just like, I wanted to just sleep all day. So that was like a very new thing to me. Yeah. Uh, And that was like right around Christmas and New Year's. And then I got sick and. Uh, I never threw up (laughs) throughout the whole time. So I was lucky there. I complained that I had three weeks where I didn't have appetite. Um, But I just drank a lot of sugar and like stayed on top of it like that. And I started eating, like you told Cammie, like I started eating a lot of bread. I'm not used to eating bread, but like (laughs) that was the only thing I kind of wanted to eat. So to eat something, I did have that quite a bit. Uh, But yeah, I, I... I told everyone, like, mine was great because I don't feel like I'm allowed to complain considering how good it was for me. Yeah. Um, uh, something think, that like, bothered me a lot was, like, I started getting pimples. Like, for, <laughs> honestly, even as a teenager, I didn't get pimples. And then <laughs> for the first time, I started getting that. And I'm like, this is outrageous because I was also <laughs> trying to do as many photo shoots <laughs> and appearances <laughs> and things that I had to get done yeah. before I would start getting, like, Big, so I was like, "This is a horrible timing." So that was that's probably what I complained about the most. Uh, but yeah, then I started feeling great again after about twelve weeks, and so it was just like week nine to twelve where I yeah felt a little something. But obviously, the changes in the body and like my breasts yeah. were hurting, and just things felt a little bit weird, and I didn't like train as much. But now I'm pretty pretty good. Yeah. Feeling good. I've been <laughs> continue to train. I train twice a day. I'm still lifting. I'm still doing conditioning and have a lot of energy. Skin got good again. And <laughs> I don't feel like I can complain. So pregnancy is fine. However, I don't feel like I know my body. Like I look back, <laughs> no. like it's really funny. Yeah. I uh, like now looking at pictures sometimes. this you're looking back. I was like posting the other day, and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna post a nice picture of myself. And then I'm looking at my body, and I'm like, how was I complaining about this? Right? amazing.
2: Right. <laughs> why didn't I appreciate it? I feel I'm with you on that boat. All- I just had that conversation with Cassidy that I'm like, why, why was I not comfortable in my body? I was so hot. <laughs> I think that
0: that's what makes you realize that we're ne- like it's scary as a woman. I think we're always gonna have something that we're not hundred yeah. percent happy with. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. it's outrageous. Just puts a little perspective people. on things, right? Yes, Right. And yeah. how many how many weeks are you? But yeah. Now out? I am I am twenty five, just over twenty five
2: weeks. Okay. Thank you, Amy. So I'm, uh, I'll be 19 Sunday. Okay. Okay. So not too far okay. apart. So I'm winning.
0: It's been so great to be able to talk to like, Tammy actually told me like when I announced I was pregnant and it was, mm-hmm. it felt like such a, I don't know. It felt like support knowing that I wasn't, by
2: myself I'm like mm-hmm. Tommy's doing this too yeah. <laughs> you guys can do yeah. this you've yeah. done so many other things really nice. <laughs> it's been that's been like one of my favorite things because it seems like literally half of the CrossFit game people are pregnant right now yeah um, yeah but so I mean you brought up such a good point Annie and I think like because we have such like a big following and it's such a private event uh event in our life like, I've had to keep it secret, at least through the first trimester, because that's where you're like most at risk of things happening, right? And uh, yeah, for me, it was like, I don't want anyone to know about this if something happened, because that's already going to be such a big thing for me to have to go through. And I don't want to have to share it until, you know, if something like that did happen, I would have been ready to share it. And, exactly. Um, I feel exactly the same way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like, I was like so sick. And then I was at Whatabalooza <laughs> I was wearing like a hoodie and I had to be so happy all the time. But I literally would do a presentation and like go hide and puke somewhere. And I was wow. like, this is a nightmare. Like, I can't wait uh, for people to know. And like, you know, you knew already because as soon as Annie announced it, I wrote to her. And I was like, you know, maybe (laughs) me too. (laughs) But it's it's kind of, yeah, I thought it was hard to to like have to go through a lot of the crazy things um, with not a lot of people knowing. But I also think it was a good, like the right thing to do. Yeah, absolutely. I think so too. And yeah, that was the only
0: reason I... It was perfect for me that I could tell right before what a Waterpalooza because I also didn't want to be answering all these questions like about the season and how things are going <laughs> and competing yeah. and like I didn't want to lie to everyone's like, yeah, like I'm getting ready to compete at the games like I wanted it to be right and i was already like showing like a little bit of that time so i'm like i don't want people to start saying that i just like started <laughs> having it very loose now <laughs> so i was grateful that i could actually tell before before then but yeah That's it was good. definitely hard until then but then again i also started thinking as soon as you tell like The clock starts kind of counting even more in your head. So now I feel like time has passed by a lot faster because I don't feel like I've been pregnant for that long. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, it's not that much left. Like, yeah,
2: yeah, it's crazy, huh?
1: Goes fast. Do you have any fun stories about how you found out or how you told your significant others or your families or anything like that? <laughs>
2: but mine is it.
0: really typical for me. <laughs> <laughs> did it
2: really well. <laughs> but yours is so funny because it's so you. You like literally told me and I blew out laughing and I was like, yep, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sounds about right. That okay, so yeah, was like a... I was
0: actually in New York and, uh, we were like talking about going and competing in Dubai and we were like making a decision. Like I was seeing how it felt and I felt so good and such a good shape and like ready to go. But I was feeling like a little bit weird. Mm -hmm. And I, so we bought like a pregnancy test and then I hadn't really thought about it. And then like the day after I took it and Frederick's like making breakfast, And it shows out positive. And I don't even remember, like, I definitely did not wash my hands. I did pull my pants up, probably. But, like, (laughs) I just, like, ran into the kitchen. I'm like, oh, my God! (laughs) I just started crying. I'm like, what is this? I'm pregnant. (laughs) And my parents had just come the day before, and we were sharing an apartment. (laughs) So they just heard me crying. They're like, what? Something happened. But it was... Like it was very good, but it was definitely not like this cool moment, the cool reveal. I did not get it on tape, like <laughs> I not sing it to Frederick or anything. It was just like <laughs> uh, But that's yeah, kind of
1: like, cool. uh, I mean, you know, now I think there's so much pressure with social media of people doing these creative things. Oh, but yeah, like that's yeah, so real, yeah. right? That's like in the moment you're reacting and you're like you don't need to catch it on tape. <laughs>
2: I think
0: that's so
2: good, though. So like, what did you do, Kim? Yeah. Well, Dave's it was different. Face. Oh, my God, Dave's face. Literally, every time. So I got it on tape, but I'll say why. Um, and, I mean, me and Dave, every time we watch it, we just can't even handle it. We cry every time. But, <laughs> so we've been trying, like, for a while. And uh, part of why I went team last year is because I started to look in 2018 with my doctor at all my, um, you know, my data and everything. And she was pretty much telling me that like, I, I did a lot of damage to my body. Um, mm-hmm. so we like started like, you know, looking at my nutrition and all that stuff to like kind of help me and Dave go towards that. So we've been like going on that route for quite a long time. And, um, like after the team stuff, we were like really all in to t- like all focus was on like trying to get pregnant and even like, you know, a little before. And uh, every month was like, you know, it's kind of disappointing when you get your period. And then one month you're like two days late and you're like, maybe. And then you get your <laughs> period. And uh, so I ended up buying those like little ovulation stripes.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And uh, I got them at my house. And I think I was supposed to get my period the next day. So I got this, I was like, Oh, I'll just try it, you know, just for fun. Literally, like there was no in my head, I was pregnant. Um, So I did the little test and then I couldn't figure out, it wasn't like one of the answer on the test, like you're ovulating or not. It was like, there was another bar in it. And I was like, Oh my God, I was like, is my body so messed up that's like <laughs> the test doesn't even work. So I was like, Woo. I was like home alone. Dave was like downtown working somewhere. And I'm like super bummed out that I was like, I'll just take a pregnancy test just <laughs> to see. And then I was pregnant oh and I was home alone. And I just sat on the couch for like an hour and I was just crying with my little test. <laughs> <laughs> no. And then, um, and then I was so scared that it wasn't like full on, like, right. I was like, so I scheduled like a blood test to make sure. And then I was like, okay, I'll do the blood test. And then I'll tell Dave just so we don't get like too excited, even though it's like 99.99% sure I was already pregnant, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so then I spent the rest of the day with Dave being the most awkward person ever because every time I looked at him, I would like cry. <laughs> <laughs> So, I like you, seriously, I'm
0: mind blown that you were able to do that. I <laughs> cannot keep my mouth shut. Like, that's amazing.
2: I, when I'm, when I'm a little, when there's a lot of emotion and I'm a little traumatized by things, for me, I like, I like get really quiet and I process <laughs> just, <laughs> I just, If like you see me be very quiet somewhere normally it's because there's something going on like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like big <laughs> otherwise I don't care but if there's something big I get very quiet and my little analytic brain just starts going um, and then I and then I felt bad now that I knew and he didn't so I was like oh I have to do something nice for him like you know I want him to just you know be super stoked and it was super stressed so I like made him like this full like dinner that I like spent all day cooking most likely like my hands were shaking and I was sweating all day because <laughs> I was so nervous <laughs> to tell him and then for dessert I made I got him those cookies and in the box I just write inside I wrote uh, eat up I can't be the only one with the belly Aww. um so that's the part that I filmed, but he did not get it at all. So <laughs> I it <came> to him <laughs> and he was like, I was like, oh, you're so sweet. And I just know him so much. I was like, right now I'm just saying I'm sweet because of the cookie. Like he could not care at all about really what was written. So I just look at him and I was like, "They, do you get it? And then it's like it's this light bulb over his head. And he was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's like literally
0: he like, he has that jaw drop. <laughs> yes. It's so funny. That's
1: amazing. Well uh, link, you have it on your Instagram, right? We'll link to it for sure in the show notes so people yeah. can watch that video.
2: <laughs> the funniest thing ab- about Dave, I don't know if friend did something like that, but after like a, Dave, I, I kind of told him, he like started to clean the house. He <laughs> started to clean the house, and he was like, he has gotta get ready." <laughs> Getting, hilarious! I was like, prepared. "What are you doing?" It
0: was like, it was <laughs> You're gonna have to was... clean again a few times
2: before. It <laughs> makes, you know. I was like, "It's a good start, but hopefully, it'll stay like that." <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, that's so great! Oh my gosh, those those are great stories. Um, you guys talked a little bit. I want to talk more about how your training has changed because obviously, you both have very different paths towards this. Um, and we talked a little bit about it and you know the beginning of your pregnancies, how those are very different. But I'm curious because, I don't know, maybe we can start with Cami. You sort of referenced the fact that you had been already starting to modify your training and your nutrition mm-hmm. and things leading up to really focusing on getting pregnant and moving from individual to team competition. But as you've sort of evolved from your focus being on competition to then trying to get pregnant? What are some of the things that you did? And then now as you're able to kind of start training again, what are you focusing on?
2: Yeah, so I mean, if I look, I mean, that's kind of all of this is kind of how I started my ferocious fitness business to start is like for me, because I'm so excessive, and literally everything I've done in my life was on the excessive side. So like you talk about nutrition or training, it was just all in. There was never this flexibility really that went into it because that's what you need to do if you want to be the best. So as I knew I was progressing into, you know, wanting to be pregnant and having a family, something that I got really scared about was like, I need to figure out a whole way to create a flexible way of living for myself where my fitness should support my lifestyle. And it shouldn't be my lifestyle that support like my fitness and my nutrition. So um, I guess like, I mean, a little bit more since last year, I've like reduced a lot of the volume, reduced a lot of like, uh, I guess like the the overloading of my joints. So that's kind of how me and Dave got a little bit more into, um, I guess, like a mix between like functional fitness and bodybuilding where... I could tell that like doing all this super heavy weightlifting at like such a high volume was really like attacking and degrading my joint at, at a fast pace. And that goes also because of the capacity I had, which was a little too high and also a little too high between my head because I'm so used to be able to push so hard that it was like okay how do I reassess that push like let's try to keep that push at eighty percent and really focus on the recovery side and the mindfulness side and on the other flip side like uh, you know if I look at nutrition all right you know in order to perform you have to eat a lot more carbohydrate well how does this is going to affect me long term because if I reduce the volume, reduce like the attention towards performance, I still want to have the aesthetic and I still want to be healthy. So that kind of became how I like saw nutrition more to like make sure reduce the inflammation, reduce, you know, um, I guess augment your, your sensitivity to insulin and all that stuff to try to get my hormones to like be better, be on my team <laughs> to, mm-hmm. um, you know, balance everything inside. So that's kind of what I tried to create with my furrowed fitness. It was literally for myself. And then I was like, well, I'm sure other people <laughs> would <laughs> like, this. like this. Yeah. Um, and then from that, it was just kind of that focus, like literally trying uh, some, some new way to eat with like, obviously, a lot less carbohydrates, a lot more focus on like, Um, nutrient dense food like definitely eat a lot more plant than I used to because before it's hard to get you know 300 grams of carbs with the spinach and veggies (laughs) so you end up eating a lot of of the other stuff to fill that in which was awesome (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah and then um, I you know as soon I for me like literally as soon as I got pregnant like when I was sitting on my couch crying I just remember um, having this huge feeling in me and like my shoulder dropped, and I just felt everything drop and it was like I cannot be stressed anymore and I was like I know how much stress affect you and I was like I will not get like worked up over things anymore you have to find ways to chill and then, <laughs> um, <laughs> I guess, because, <laughs> you know, I, I'm very intense all the time. So it's like <laughs> you, you have to chill. And after that, it just became really like listen to your body. So I like try to go into pregnancy being this, like, I'm going to eat so good, <laughs> like, read the books and do all that stuff. And then I got super sick, and that changed to I'm going to eat whatever I can eat. <laughs> So Mm -hmm. it was like, um, you know, I, I'm going to eat a whole bag of chips because I have 30 minutes to eat and that's the only thing that my body wants. And that was really hard because I mean, I felt terrible, but then it, your mindset changed to like a survival mode for me. Mm -hmm. And then when I started to eat again, like being able to eat through the pregnancy, um, It was almost like my, I was so terrified to go back to not being able to eat that I just started to eat like insane. Like when I was at Wadupalooza with Annie was one of the first time I could eat and we went to lunch and I was like, I'll eat anything on the table because (laughs) I feel like I can eat today and it's a big deal. Um, It was a good meal. (laughs) It was great. And for like for my training, it's been so informative for me because going from like not training for three months, like legit, like nothing, which I've never, ever done in my life for sure. um, It's been like really good to learn how to slowly come back from it. Like literally starting with just, I called it my mom walk. So we'd go for a 20 minute walk, me and Dave, and that would take a lot out of me. And then just slowly increasing like the, the component in it while listening to my body. And I just felt like it gave me such a good, cool, new experience and tools in my arsenal to like hopefully help other people with their fitness to really have to go through being a beginner again. Um, so I'm kind of grateful for that because I thought that was awesome, but now I'm back to like being able to to do a lot more things and I'm working with uh, um, a girl who's like a, a, a doctor and professional in like pelvic strength and like transabdominal strength stuff because I don't know any of that and um, I want to make sure my my baby and myself we get the best to just be the best you know <laughs> at giving birth. <laughs>
1: That's awesome. <laughs> That's so great and cool too. I'm sure that will help prepare you a lot for the postpartum period, having to kind of start from square one again and then work your way back up. Um, so Annie, obviously your experience has been different. You just came off of the individual competition last year. You, you know, took second in the open in October. <laughs> um, so you're again, you know, training a hundred percent going into this. And so t- talk to us about how, you know, once you found out you were pregnant how have you modified and adjusted your training?
0: Well, yeah, exactly. Like I actually feel like I was in an incredible shape when I found out that I was pregnant. <laughs> it's a good I was like, ready to be. Go. <laughs> Especially after the games, like I was just so fired. I, like I was so irritated. Yeah. I was so fired the Open. Like, yeah. The second place in the Open. And then I was ready to go and compete in Dubai. And like I was thinking about... I just like, I went and competed with Katrin in a partner competition in Denmark. And like, I was just finding events where I could just like go and do what I wanted to do. Um, So in the beginning, it was kind of like, I just wanted to make sure that I was doing the right things. I didn't really know. Um, For the first week, I was like, well, people, and maybe that those first weeks, they don't even know that they're pregnant yet. So I definitely like, I don't have to worry about it too much. But I immediately started reading a lot. I gathered a a lot of research. My coach, I coach almost immediately because he programs for me and he obviously knew something was up. And when I wasn't going to Dubai, like he knew. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, that I I had to tell him something. Yeah. Um, (laughs) So we've kind of like figured this out together. Frederick, I went and saw like my doctor here at home and we talked through it and like... What what really irritated me was that the information is that you should do what you used to do, mm-hmm. like don't change, just do <laughs> what you used to do. And I'm like, well, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm <know> <laughs> <laughs> <That's not laughs> I shouldn't be lying on the floor crying after a training session. <laughs> so, yes, yeah more research. And another thing that also makes 100% sense is that there isn't a lot of research because mm-hmm. like, yeah. who is going to volunteer and be like, hey, do a test on me and see if my baby comes out okay. Like, yeah. no one is going to be able to do that either. Like, right. I'm not willing to do that. And so you yeah. definitely play it really, really safe. But according to pretty much everything, it is, it is you need to listen to yourself. And I think that's the mm-hmm. difficult thing I'm not going to have the same pregnancy as Kami, same as you, same as Kara. Mm-hmm. Like as soon as I told people, it was also easier. Like I immediately talked to Kara about mm-hmm. how she did it. I talked to Miranda, like I reached mm-hmm. out to a bunch of people and a bunch of people reached out to me and we were able to talk about the different experiences for different people, but you would need to figure it out and you start being able to kind of mm-hmm. listen to your body and know when things are right. And when things aren't right, like, what you're capable of doing. Um, I'm, I'm still able to lift. I make sure that I'm never into like anything strenuous. Like I'm not holding my breath and going for a max. And that's like really the different mindset in training, uh, that had to change for me was that every single time, like, you know, this, like when we go training, it's every percent matters. Like we're trying to get better right now. It's like, Oh, I'm not trying to get better. I'm just trying to stay in shape, like yeah. Yeah. feeling good, feeling strong, keeping my body activated. And I fully believe if you have the energy and you feel good, it's going to be better. Almost everything, well, everything that I've seen out there is that it is better, better for mother mm-hmm. and child to continue staying active. But I would never tell someone that has never trained in their life to be like, oh, now you're pregnant. Yeah. Go and lift, like, yeah. oh, of course not. <laughs> so it is so different for people, but yeah, I'm still, yeah. I'm still lifting, but I'm not lifting to get better. I'm lifting to maintain a little bit, and this, mm-hmm. I've had to take out a bunch of things. And I, some people are able to do like burpees and pull ups and everything throughout their whole pregnancy. I, I have to take that stuff yeah. out really early. I can't even row anymore but that's because my abdominals started separating quite early on. So only from, yeah, from like 19 weeks, I started feeling the abs starting to separate. So it's like, all right, now I need to take that out. But most of these things are not, like I take that out, not because it would be harmful to my fetus. Like I think that like our babies are pretty sturdy and i think our bodies are always going to make them come first Mm -hmm. uh but it's also Mm -hmm. you need to think about like what's what's the benefit why why would i continue doing that when it's making my abs separate and it's going to take me longer to recover like it's easy to it's it's hard to lose more and more movements but we have so many things that we can do and I'm biking a bunch. I'm not really running anymore because it just feels uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of people are able to do that. So it, it is so much about listening to your body. And for me, I wear a heart rate monitor for any conditioning that I do. And I just make sure that I'm never going above like my threshold, what I'm allowed to go yeah. above. Or I, I don't even go to what I'm allowed to go up to just to be 100% safe but you can get so much work done and continue like feeling good and sweating and just like getting that endorphin release. And that's, that's definitely going to, it makes me sane. And I believe it makes, it makes my baby also feel good. Like that's, that's what I believe. But obviously I am not a doctor, so I never try to tell anyone what they're supposed to be doing, Mm -hmm. but I've, I've definitely had to just like, figure it out gradually for myself but it's good to have the information from other people other people are going through the same thing other people have the same thing as happened to cami like where you need Mm -hmm. to just do nothing for some while and then you might be able to start being able to do something again and build it up and i've i've had to take time off i've gone through back issues i've gone through knee issue i've gone through a shoulder injury where i wasn't able to snatch for like three months and then when i got back into it like it was all there it was stronger or something because i did so many stability I, like there is so many things and even though when i'm not and we're not able to do everything throughout this like you're going to be able to come back from it it might take some time and like cami said you didn't do anything for a while like i had like a hard testing done in me. And I wasn't able to Mm -hmm. like, not sweat. I wasn't able to do anything, pick any weight up because I just feel like I was tearing something, uh, and I wasn't allowed to do anything for a month. And it was like, it was all there. When you start going again, you just, it, it's hard here, but Mm -hmm. it is about just figuring out what works the best for you. And Honestly, I'm just super grateful that I'm still able to do this much and that I have the energy for it. And I do listen to it like yesterday. I only trained once yesterday because I was just exhausted. I was working a lot. I trained in the morning and then I had a really long day of work and recording and interviews and stuff. And then it's like in the afternoon, I'm not going to go like at 8 PM and then I'd like all right, I need to get my second session in. (laughs) I'm going to sit on the couch and I'm going to let my mind and body rest and do nothing. So like it is with regards to nutrition, it is so hard to have like a specific plan. But uh, during the time, especially where I didn't have the appetite, then it's more about just like getting in what I can get in. Uh, But also if you have muscles like, the, the baby is still going to get fat. It's not something that you need to like worry about. It's going to be okay. As long as you're staying hydrated, your body is going to start breaking down the muscle and giving the fetus the muscle if, if it needs to. So it's like not overthinking and overstressing and over worrying. I've like just tried to do what I can do. But then once I started feeling good again, I actually started like using the RP. Uh, diet again. And I just fixed it around a little bit so that it fits with what I'm doing now. I always don't need as much carbohydrates as I did before. Uh, and I don't need to be drinking sugar during training <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. like adding on to it. I'm like, Oh, I'd rather eat my calories now than drink them. Uh, but yeah, it's, there's obviously a lot of changes. But it's also like, for me, it's also been so much just about that mindset. Like, having to train with a completely different purpose than before. And
1: you mentioned too how like some past experiences that you guys have had, whether it's injuries or different things mm-hmm. um, you've drawn from those, but just in general, mm-hmm. I mean, we talked about it's going through 10 years of competing in the CrossFit games. You guys have matured a lot. You've learned a lot of lessons, <laughs> but what are some <laughs> of the things that you think about, like specifically from having to train and compete in the CrossFit games Are lessons that now you're using that are helping you, to approach pregnancy?
2: Yeah, I think, I mean, for me, it's been gosh, such, a, such a long, obviously long journey with a lot of stuff <laughs> <laughs> that happened through that journey. But, you know, I go back to just looking at so many um, uncharted territory that we've had to face. So, so many uncontrollable things that happened to me. And, um, I mean, first of all, like, l- let me just start with, I want to be pregnant. <laughs> 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 like, this this for me, like, even though like the, the sickness and everything, like, you know, was really rough, like every day it was still like, I know exactly, you know, why this is happening. And it's still like the, the biggest blessing and little miracle that's happening, um, which was really good to just, you know, stay on that side of the equation um to to just bring that why of like okay you know literally someday i would tell dave like i don't know if i can do this anymore and obviously it's not my choice at this point (laughs) 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 there's no there's no going back now no going back exactly so then you just go, because I mean, for me, it was literally like the most uncomfortable I've been for the longest in my life and really in that like suffering phase. And, uh, you know, you go back to like uh, when we did the marathon row, like I would just tell my time ta- myself, just time passing by, just time passing by. <laughs> so literally for like five, seven weeks, seven weeks, yeah, I was like just one more day, just (laughs) one day at a time. So you go back to a lot of those, you know, you know, go back to your why go back to your um, mantra that has helped you go back to meditation, go back to all that stuff that helped you go through that suffering through your career. Because I think like what people see in our careers, like maybe like the moment that we fell in front of them or the moment that like one of those uncomfortable things happened to you on the field. But what I don't, what I think most people don't see is the mundane, boring, daily sacrifice of work that you have to put in. like, it's like waking up every day and doing like the reason why you get so good at this because you do all the boring stuff, right? Not like I show up when it's time to do grace and everyone's there to cheer me on. It's like I show up like, you know, an hour or two before everyone do all those little accessory work to make sure I make my body as strong as possible. Then I do one or two fun stuff (laughs) and then back to like, you know, meal prep, back to like people are going out that night. I'm home stretching. So it was like pulling from all of that that really is helping me through this just being, you know, my CrossFit game now is this baby. And <laughs> it just need to change everything in my life. And it is uncharted territory. And I feel like I'm back to being an obvious beginner at this. So it's like, okay, what did I do through my career that really helped me um, gain tons of knowledge? I reach out to like experts. I reach out to my friend. I try to learn from everyone. So it's like, and that's been like, I think one of the biggest blessing is like Annie being pregnant, Cassidy being pregnant, Addie being pregnant, just so many friends of mine are pregnant right now. So those days that you have like, you know, your, your dark day, I call them where there's a lot in here (laughs) that's happening. It's just been good to be able to like, reach out to one of the girl and just be, you know, uh, I reach out to any reason I'm like, dude, I'm getting pimple now. <laughs> <And she's laughs> like, like, I'm so sorry. And just have that, I'm like, okay, I'm good now. Like it's just having, it's like a, you're in um, it together. Yeah. Yeah. Just that little, you know, or, um, I was talking with Chris Pope and, you know, i I miss, um, like all my uh, ultrasound that I was supposed to have. And now my next one's going to be at 20 weeks where it's when we see the, the fetus. And I was telling her just I, I find it like hard because I'm not at the point where I can feel the baby yet. and mm. It's like, I just want to know that it's okay. And because I don't have those checkpoint in between that I thought I was going to have, that was really hard for me. So she sent me a link to buy like this heart rate thing that now I can follow the heart rate. So now we're like listening to the heart rate every night. But oh. I feel so grateful to just have, you know, like Annie and all those people. To We're like kind of just sharing a little bit of what we're learning through our own experience. And it's been so helpful um, to one, feel supported. We're like part of the mom team right now. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> what you call this. Um, but all of that has been like huge for me. And like, I guess like the, the stubbornness and training from, uh, you know, competing and all of that definitely comes into play because it's like, I'm obviously very stubborn and like, all right, you want to make it hard. I'm in (laughs) (laughs) just another challenge. Yeah. 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 It's a, it's a new challenge. Uh, And I mean, both uh, usually and Annie, we all know this, like those challenges for me, that's what made me a better person. And that's like the biggest thing I've learned through those, those 10 years at the CrossFit game is I think every challenge, every obstacle was just the world being, this is the lesson you have to learn now. And you either learn the lesson or just keep throwing it at you. So now it's like, okay, what is... Which one is it? <laughs> like, what am I ready for? And uh, obviously, bringing that sense of curiosity and like uh, fascination really helps to try to keep your mindset the, I think, they're on this good path. I mean, I'm not saying that I don't cry all the time, I do, but it's good to just have the why and tr- just try to see the good side. Yeah. yeah I love that.
1: What about for you, Any, Any other parallels you can draw between? training and now approaching pregnancy
0: well like the the biggest change is like i said the mindset um but then it's also like being a professional athlete it's it's a really selfish lifestyle that you Mm -hmm. need to lead like you're number one two and Mm -hmm. three you think about you're like, it's your life. It is that, like Kevin said, it's like that extra percent that you put in that people don't see. It's that the sleeping during the night is the recovery in the evening. It's the food that you eat, the meal prepping, the training, like it is everything. It's a full package. Um, so all of a sudden, like my body is my work tool. And all of a sudden, it's not mine anymore. Like I'm sharing this with someone else. Uh, <laughs> and my body isn't going to come first anymore. Like she's going to come first, uh, no matter what. And I'm grateful for that. But it's definitely something that you, it's, it's weird. It's a weird feeling. It's an incredible feeling, but it's also really, really strange. And I feel like. I haven't had a lot of really tough moments. I'm kind of waiting. I'll probably have them soon. Uh, <laughs> but I've definitely had the moments where it's like, oh my gosh, like at some point I'm going to have to push this thing out. (laughs) 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 Now she's moving. Actually, she's moving a lot. I was like, whoa, this is like so real. She's just like constantly kicking me right now. And she's waking me up quite often in the night, like with her punches and kicks. And it's like, it's, it's, it's really weird. It's Mm -hmm. incredible, but really weird. And then when you like, when I start thinking about all the changes that are coming to my body, like my belly's getting bigger. Like you're starting to see things on your thighs that you've never seen before. My boobs yeah. are ridiculously big. Like <laughs> I'm like, they cannot get any bigger than this. And it's insane that they're probably going to continue growing. <laughs> but like, it's these changes to the body, the feel and like it doesn't. Sometimes when I'm, Taking a shower or something like I, it it doesn't look like me, you know. Yeah. And those are the weird moments for me. Those are like the big moments. But then I realize I, I don't care. Like mm-hmm. I I can work I can work for that again. It will be easy to work for that again if that's what I want to. Mm-hmm. But right now I, I want this baby. Like I want her. So I think that's what gets me through when things start getting a little bit difficult, or where I get irritated that my belly is hitting something, or like I can't squeeze through, <laughs> yeah. or I want to be through, or like things are feeling weird and I'm not sleeping good or something. I'm like, honestly, it's all like I want to have this baby, mm-hmm. and this is what I need to do to have this this baby. So it's it's fine. Like, I, I'm not gonna be able to change it. You're not gonna. I don't want anything to be different. I don't want to feel her less. I want to feel her more, if something, because I want to know that she's good and she's okay yeah. and like getting strong in there. Like, <laughs> make me feel it, whatever you want to do. So it's like when things are starting to get a little bit uncomfortable, and I think that's why I'm not having a lot of like. moments where I'm panicking or anything like that. It is because it's like Hemi said, like this is the mission right now. Like Mm -hmm. this is what I want to do. Yeah. There's a bunch of other things that I'm definitely doing. And I, I think it's actually good that I am so busy with a lot of projects at the moment that it keeps your mind occupied as well. And I'm still training. So there's like the hours pass and I'm not constantly just thinking about food or whatever, but it's (laughs) I am. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's hard. (laughs) No, it's definitely, it's definitely really, really different, but Mm -hmm. it's, it's exciting. It's a different project that you're on and like a different journey. So it's, it's all so worth it. That's awesome.
1: Now I also have to just draw attention to the fact that you know, both of you met your significant others through CrossFit, like in CrossFit, (laughs) and they're also very fit. (laughs) And so you guys are going to have some very, very fit children, I'm sure. Um, But can you talk about what that process has been like? I mean, your significant others have been with you through this competition journey, and now you're going through this pregnancy journey together. Um, What has that
2: been like? I think that like both Fred and Dave has been waiting for this for a long time. Yes, <laughs> they've been waiting like, for years. Wait, 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 if you carry it, yes. <laughs>
0: yeah, I think that
2: was both of our thing. Like if Dave and Fred could have been pregnant, we would most likely have babies like already that would be like five, yes. six years old. Um, <laughs> That's so funny. I want to go back real quick to something Annie said, because I this just happened to me, I think like yesterday, because he said I can't squeeze through things anymore. And I keep <laughs> doing this thing where I try to get like, you know, if the table is near the wall and you're like, uh, you try to suck your belly in to go through. <laughs> it doesn't work. <laughs> it doesn't. You used to be <laughs> able so to squeeze weird.
0: through all these places. <laughs> I'm like getting yeah. past Frederick. I'm like... <laughs> Uh. <laughs> it's so
2: weird like like I feel like my belly like exploded in the past two weeks and I keep trying to like I see those opening I'm like I can't like I don't even think about it and then try to squeeze and I'm like uh, uh, wait this is not I thought it was funny no. but, uh, yeah Dave I mean they, so when me and Dave met he literally asked me to marry him every day um, <laughs> from the day we've met, and uh-huh. then when we got, finally got married, <laughs> when he asked for real, <laughs> and we got married, um, and we started. So that was we got married in two thousand and twelve, and then he started to ask me for a baby every day, <laughs> and uh, I, <laughs> I shut that down because I was like, you can't make me feel bad every day, because I'm gonna you know, do my career and when I'm ready, we're gonna obviously have babies. So um he's been waiting for this forever. But now what Dave has been doing, which is so typical of Dave, is I'm getting fat <laughs> and I'm trying to learn how to handle my my new body just like Annie. Every time I look in the mirror, like I'm like who is this person? <laughs> what are those big boobs doing there? What is this belly doing there? Like, there's definitely no abs. There's no, like, it's weird. Um, so Dave just decided <laughs> two days ago to do a 30-day shred. <laughs> and his explanation behind this He goes. He goes. Cam, you were kind of a ten. I was a six, and now you're kind of coming down. So I'm trying to get up. (laughs) Oh my God! He is so funny. (laughs) (laughs) And you think he's so funny? (laughs) Uh Uh, Well, Frederick
0: is actually also he's training a lot and. He's staying (laughs) perfectly in shape. And when I'm having my, (laughs) so I always have candy day on Saturday. He's like, he's not super into all of that. So he still has like his bowl of protein, yogurt and whatever. (laughs) And I'm like, at least, at least he's not judging me as much anymore when I eat (laughs) unhealthy. And he makes me treats and he's actually, yeah, I don't. Uh, uh, Frederick has been amazing through this. He's, he is so amazing. Like he's reading up on things with me. And I feel like he is as involved in the pregnancy as he could possibly be. Like it's, it's very cute and it's very cool. And he's, yeah, I, I don't think I have a lot of mood swings, but if something comes up or I start crying or something, he's like, I probably shouldn't be saying these things, but like just yesterday, I had a really, really, really long day and it was a really hard day and I was exhausted and I was still wearing my training top and my pants and everything felt so tight and uncomfortable. Like Mm -hmm. I had been wearing it the whole day and I was so hungry and I had been recording things and the sound was like, so bad on it and I had recorded the whole thing with a microphone and everything and the sound was awful so I had to reshoot the whole thing. And I came up to the kitchen and he had made food and we were about to like just starting to mix it. I hadn't started eating yet and I'm just like so tired that I just started crying. And he's like, what's going on? Like are you feeling okay? I'm like, yeah, I feel fine. It's just like the sports price uncomfortable. The pants are uncomfortable right now. Like I'm hungry. (laughs) everything is ruined with the video. Like I just started complaining. (laughs) He's like, just took off his blue shorts and his t-shirt. And I just took my clothes off and put his (laughs) clothes on. (laughs) And I felt immediately so much better. And he had already made his food. So he's like, just start eating my food. You're fine. I'll just make another. (laughs) And then like immediately I felt so much better, but it's like these, these tiny little things Mm -hmm. where they're just like, it's okay it's okay I'll just take care of the rest
2: (laughs) so I feel
0: it's been really nice and it's also been really weird to be in this like we're at a weird time where it's like you're kind of in like isolation yeah so we're together 24 7 always like we're usually always together but now Mm -hmm. we're like not really seeing a lot of other people either yeah so (laughs) (laughs) it's yeah I'm surprised how Good things are going and how happy everything is still and he's still super motivated to train all the time and
2: yeah it's I cannot complain we're very lucky to have uh, a partner in our life that are this excited to have a baby yeah like I feel like I can tell that sometimes what I think Dave might find hard is that he, he can't do part of what I'm doing, <laughs> I, yeah, I, I like yeah, and like feeling the movements
0: and everything. Like Frederick would love. He's like, oh, I wish I could be feeling this. You're like mm-hmm. more connected and all of that. And I'm like, mm, yeah, it's it but, works. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I feel like both Dave and Frederick are those like. They would be doing this if they could. Oh, they <laughs> like, would. Yes. In a, yeah. in a
2: heartbeat, they'll, they'll, they would take it for sure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I mean, a funny thing about Dave, and we, we laugh about this all the time, but pretty much in my family, according to Dave, he is more pregnant than me anyway right now. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I'll, be, I'll be, you know... He'll be brushing his teeth, and I'll be like literally puking next to him. Thanks God, I'm not really puking anymore. And then I'll turn and like wipe my face, and he'll be like, "I'm nauseous too." <laughs> having those
1: sympathy so, pains for you.
2: <laughs> yeah, I I love him though. We're I I'm so lucky of of how excited he is to ha- to have a baby because I I feel like. Because the, the woman were the one who like bared the baby and everything. Like he could feel like this is not his job in any way to be there for me. Like that's my job type of deal. But he's, uh, he's so supportive and so present. And, and that's, that's everything. That's amazing. So,
1: you know, both of you are obviously huge role models for so many people, but especially kids around the world. And now you're gonna be having your own kids, and so (laughs) I'm curious, you know, what are some of the things that you're hoping to pass on, maybe from your upbringing or the things you've learned so far that you really want to pass on to your kids? And I know, Cammy, you're not, you haven't found out yet whether you're having a boy or a girl, but Annie, you said a few times you're having a girl, and you know she's gonna have the Frederick's daughter last name and be one of the daughters, (laughs) and so I, I think that's that's just so cool, and it makes. Yeah. You know, it makes me curious to think about bringing these new people into the world and what you what lessons you hope to instill in them.
0: <laughs> well, you. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you go um, first there's obviously like there's this joke that she's going to compete at the CrossFit games at the Mm -hmm. highest level and be a super athlete and come out with a six pack and all of that. (laughs) But who knows, maybe we're just going to have a girl that just is a bookworm and likes just reading a bunch and is not into sports. And honestly doesn't matter at all, Mm -hmm. Uh, but I am definitely going to do like, Definitely. You can't really say it. You can't say anything about this because you don't know how it's going to be. And you can judge other parents as much as you want to. But when you're in that situation yourself, like who knows what you're going to do? So I don't have any specific like things that need to go a certain way, but I really like it is kind of in the culture here in Iceland that all kids do sports. Um, so I'm hoping that's going to be the same. Like, I don't care what sport it is, just needs to be active. Like you need to choose something that you do. And then once you choose it, you need to commit to at least that season. And that's something Mm -hmm. that I would really like for her to do. Just doesn't matter what sport it is. And the more sports, the better, like just try out different things. Like when I was a kid, I tried out basketball, I didn't last there for a long time. Uh, <laughs> I'm terrified of a ball. Um, I tried out swimming. I didn't last there for a long time because I was so cold in the swimming pool. I was in the hot tub most of the time. Um, so was, I tried track and field. Like I tried a bunch of different things until I found out like gymnastics was what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And I would like to do similar for her. I... My mom forced all of us to be in a choir for at least one year, like me and my brothers. And I think that's a great gift. Like, yeah. I'm not going to say I'm the best singer in the world, but at least I like can hold a note. Like, mm-hmm. it's these tiny things, just like I want to make sure that she tries things without, like, be forced them to judge and say she doesn't like to do this or that. Mm-hmm. And then I would ho- hopefully, uh, I've been that kind of role model and can be that kind of role model for her that it honestly doesn't matter what she decides to do as long as she commits to doing it and do it as well as she can like mm-hmm. like Cami said you had the same thing like you, we don't go into something and half-ass it and i've never been like that wanting to half-ass things you do them well and you do them properly when you start a project you finish it like mm-hmm. those are the kind of things and values I think yeah. are important and I would like to uh give to my kids mm-hmm. is that you just need to commit and as long as you're willing to work hard you're going to be successful yeah it's not going to be easy and it's not supposed to be easy and honestly nothing that we've done really in our lives that's easy gives us the same kind of satisfaction as the things that we need to work for. Mm -hmm. So those are kind of like the big principles that I have, but I'm not, I am (laughs) definitely not an expert and I am Mm going to use as many like things as I've learned from my brothers as I can. They both have a few kids each and like my parents are going to be involved. And Frederick obviously has his things from Denmark and one thing we know for sure is she's going to speak Icelandic, Danish and English. <laughs> oh,
1: nice. So lucky. Oh
0: yeah, all these kids
1: are going to be multilingual. That's awesome.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so um I mean I don't know what I'm having yet, but something that's been and and this is kind of a secret of mine that uh pretty much only I think Dave yeah. knows but I remember like literally in two thousand fourteen before before my check in at the CrossFit game, me me and Dave were uh, were sitting in the car and I knew I was really fit that year and I knew I did my homework and all that stuff and obviously the rest is out of your control, like a lot of other things that happened to me, uh, including in that year and every other year. And um I just remember like doing a little exercise with myself to just like rebring like my why, but like like really asked myself deeply, what was my real, real why? And I just remember, um, uh, telling myself I don't want to be the mom that tells her kid mom should have or could have. I want to be the mom that tell my kid I did everything I could and I did them the right way. And this is where I ended up and I am proud of who I am because of that. So I know like those are not like I want my kids to be like this or, or like that necessarily, but for me, and I obviously don't have them yet. So who knows, maybe when they're going to, he or she's going to pop out, my heart's going to melt and I'm just going to be like the softest mom ever. But that was. uh it's always been something in my head that really I think kept me on on the track of always trying to do the right thing for the right reason because I want to be able to look my kid in the eye and be I've always tried to do the right thing for the right reason and I think like that to me I hope is like one of the main thing I want to just pass along it's just like being that example like and uh, uh, I think just like Annie, something that for me uh, was huge in, in finding my own passion and my path in life was just like trying tons of things. I think just exposing them, hopefully I can do that, just expose them to as many things as possible to give them the opportunity of, of finding their passion or their spark or that thing that's going to like, you know, show their, um, their gift. Uh, because I think like, you know, for, for me, I've tried so many things and then I kind of found my gift here and there. And it's like, once you have that gift, I feel like it's a lot easier to have that motivation to move forward and get the passion. Yeah. It's hard to like keep doing things that you don't like, but I feel like with our society going in school and you have those specific subject and those specific paths to follow, but well what if your gift isn't one of them like it must be very frustrating um so I think like like that's all for me that's all I have is like literally it's been a big part of my life to just want to do the right thing for the right reason just so I could be in a position to not have to lie to my kids <laughs> 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 kind of be, you know a little bit of hypocrite about like this stuff and be oh you have to do the right thing for the right reason but mommy didn't so (laughs) um, it's been a huge accountability and I think it's been there for a really long time um, because having a family has always been the thing I wanted the most in my life and uh, then I found the right partner and I think your head started to go there already so that's what I hope for them to see from me is like, I don't give up, do the right thing for the right reason. That's amazing. Well, I can't wait to eventually meet these
1: people and watch them <laughs> grow up. It's going to be amazing. And you guys are both going to be amazing moms. Um, before we go, anything else that you want to leave in terms of other other projects? You both mentioned working up other projects you're working on or things that you know, you want to share with people ways that they can follow you or follow your your journeys through pregnancy?
2: Yes, uh, I'll start. <laughs> I mean, I, <laughs> I have like a million things going on right now, but uh, a big pro- some big project that I'm working with my business right now is just creating some program to help people at home with everything that's happening. So uh, we've created like a couple like nutrition, mindset, training, challenge, everything is at home. Uh, we're just hoping that people can just have this accountability as we're all in like rough situation and this group support. Um, so I'm doing that right now. You can follow me on Camille Albaz on Instagram, slowly working on my YouTube, not doing that much of a great job there yet. So, uh, (laughs) bear with me, (laughs) but yeah, I mean, you can find me at a lot of place, but, uh, yeah, pretty much working on making a baby right now. Awesome.
0: <laughs> How about you, Annie? Uh, well, it's the same like everyone is trying. I've gotten so much out of fitness and now like my goal during this time where I'm not able to maybe do as much myself, mm-hmm. I want to try to spread it with people as much as I can. I want to try to be of assistance to other women that are going through pregnancy is crazy. The amount of people that contact you, like, yeah, Yeah. obviously women are half of the population and all of us, most, most of us are going to go through this at some time. And it's nice to be able to reach out to someone and just talk about it. Like, it's not like you need that many advice, but just like feel like you're in this with someone. So Mm -hmm. I'm trying to respond and do that as much as I can. Um, I was gonna record a lot more of my pregnancy journey than I have, like more consistent <laughs> on YouTube. Uh, I will be sharing another YouTube video. soon, though, Uh <laughs> where awesome. I just talk about some of the things with training and stuff um, that I've been doing, because those are the most amount of questions I get about. And yeah, I would like to just assist in any way that I can. But then, yeah, I'm actually playing around with YouTube just with the home workouts. I'm going to be more consistent, throwing those out minimum once a week, like a home workout, and then doing a life workout minimum once a week as well. And then me and Catherine we're working super hard on that daughter project. And that's going to be starting next week that we're throwing oh, out awesome. uh, more things on there. So that's, that's something that I'm super excited about. Also, because that's another platform just to share my passion of fitness and like with these 10 years of competing at the highest level like you oh my gosh like kami said you go through so many ups and downs and you you actually just learn so much through the whole process so it's something that i would love to share with people and try to mm-hmm. just give them a little bit of an insight of what you can do and things to make things fun. And the reason like, we're not all training to compete. We're training because we love it. We have passion for it. And it's amazing to have passion and enjoy doing something that is going to make you live a better life for longer. So that's something that I want to share with people and teach them maybe to get to that point where they actually enjoy it. We all we, we can all find something that we enjoy in fitness. It's not going to be the same for everyone, but we can all find that and take that journey. So those are a lot of the things that I'm working on and I'm excited to do more, uh, on the daughter, daughter project as well. Awesome.
1: We'll look out for that. You guys are Always busy. Whether you're training or you're doing something else, you're always, <laughs> yeah. like you said, a
2: hundred. I think we have
0: to stay busy. Yeah, <laughs> I think so too. Our, all, I mean, all of us,
2: including you, our personality. <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. It's so, I mean, even with the pregnancy, I'm like trying to get those like downtime, and I'm like. Well, I could be writing program for this, and I could be, you know. And the next thing I know, I'm always answering my clients. Like I'm yeah. always on like my Facebook feed with my clients because I'm like, at least I'm like helping someone. At least I'm. <laughs> so
0: to, to it's true. It There's like so many ideas and so many things you want to yeah. do. It's insane. Yeah. Like constantly writing down, like, oh my god, I should be doing that. Oh my god, <laughs> yeah. i would like to it's it's ridiculous. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, it's a great place to be. Me and Cammy should partner on something fun together. Yeah. That's definitely a future project. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. (laughs) So many ideas.
1: Well, thank you guys again
0: for joining. Again, I'm
1: super excited to meet these little ones and you guys are role models for so many people. And I think this is going to be great for so many women too, who are going through pregnancy to hear that you're human too. We're all going through the same stuff. (laughs) So thank you for sharing and being so open about it.
2: Thank you so much for having us and for the great question and everything. Yes. Thank
0: you.
1: Hey there. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode. As you could probably tell, I had a blast catching up with both Annie and Camille, and I am so, so excited for both of them. As always, here are some of my biggest takeaways from our conversation. Number one was that every single pregnancy is different. Talking with both Annie and Camille about their first trimesters really highlights how every pregnancy is so different and it's almost impossible to compare or to know what to expect. I was very grateful for both of them being so open and candid about their experiences and also supportive of one another even though what they've been going through has been so different. My second takeaway was the importance of listening to your body. This is important all the time but especially during pregnancy and for these ladies who for so many years have been used to pushing through pain in order to train their bodies to be the best that they can be at the CrossFit Games. It was great to hear them talking about changing their focus when it comes to training and listening to what their bodies are telling them throughout their pregnancies. My third takeaway was that it really is all about perspective. In this conversation, we heard both Annie and Camille talking about struggling with watching their bodies change before their eyes and even how they were critical of their bodies pre-pregnancy. Now, these are two women who are the fittest in the world, and even they have insecurities and struggle with changes that occur naturally in this phase of life. So I loved how they kept bringing the focus back to their purpose of now being mothers and bringing healthy babies into this world and just being in awe of the process. So I hope you also had some great takeaways from this episode, and we will catch you next time here on Pursuing Health.